Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show, our special 12 days of Christmas. 12 right. days of podcast, Yep, 12 you days of podcast. 12, are we going to call it 12 days of podcast? or 12 days of, What are we calling this? We don't even know. The 12 days we'll see of when podcast. We post it. So 12 days of podcast. Right. We are on day nine. Yep. The nine ladies dancing. Exactly. And today, we have been sitting. Mm-hmm. On some really hot material, right. which we are ready to whip out. Well, so we to speak. know we know that a common gift for the holidays is a book, literature, right? literature, great because literature. You're traveling; you might get somebody a book so they have something to read on the plane. Yeah, the on readers the way on back. the list, right? So we have it's a educational. Couple, sometimes we have a couple days of books. It's literary, exactly. It's it's mentally stimulating. And I thought um, we we'd cover two books, and we'll cover the first one today. Yes. And this book... And if you will, you know that we have always been a, a champion of literacy. Exactly. Here on the podcast. We have previously brought you uh, Jeff's readings from Ian Christie. Yep. Some exactly. fabulous Van Halen and mm -hmm. heavy, heavy metal, metal minutes. Yep. Where he, you know, you got a taste of, of literature there. And we also uh, had, didn't we have... Did the we church have flyer. The church, the church flyer. Yep. We've had some wonderful pieces of literature. That brought us all together. Brought us all together. And now... Jeff has found another gem. Yes, and this book was brought to our attention by um, uh, by Dan, one of the guys that worked here at Rad, and he attained this book. I don't know where, because you immediately had to get. get now, it for once yourself. I knew about it, I found one for myself as well. Yes, and, and that was hard to get. These it was are very in hard to short find. supply. This book will cost you fifty dollars, even cost though it's you $50 worth about twenty five cents. Worth it. Yeah. Now, the first kind of clue that something's wacky is his name's David Cornelius. What do you what do you? Call I don't that? really know Doremus? how to pronounce this. It's David Cornelius Doremus or right. Doremus. Doremus. It's published by Doremus Industries. Hmm. A little suspicious. A little suspicious. Vanity it, Press uh, could be. Maybe it, it might be an. Uh, it could be some unrelated Doremus. Probably. You know. <laughs> Probably an unrelated Doremus. Yeah. Let's not. But, let's not know, judge. Right. It's like if you know uh, Reginald T. Houghton is published by Houghton right. Mifflin. I'm not immediately going to go to the fact yeah, that it's the same Houghton. Maybe not. Could be another Houghton. Now, what this book is, and, and Dan left this on my desk. Much like he did the porn flyer. Yes. that The porn and pumpkins church flyer, yeah. Without saying anything. Just Much letting me same explore thing. the insanity, right. which is his book called Cracking the Universe. Right. Okay? Now, this is a revolutionary explanation of all forces that act on everything from quarks to atoms to galaxies and universes, and outs—wait, wait—and an outstanding exploration. Now you okay. can think of this just to give you an idea of the kind of book that this is. Yes, if you've ever seen one of those like Carl Sagan books where mm -hmm. he like explains physics to the layman, right? Imagine a book that's like that, right. except everything in it is wrong, right? That's basically where Imagine we're at. Imagine that person is clinically insane right. is and you actually have this insane. book. Right. Now, the first thing he points out. Well, let me also give one other piece of. Sure. Uh, right. Because in those Carl Sagan books, to my knowledge, when they do have color plates in them, none of the color plates are a family portrait of Carl Sagan's family. Yeah. Right. This book, not so. No. Right. Turns no. out. Let's just show you some stuff. Here's, Here's a dogs. family portrait. Yep. Right? Not yeah, necessarily scientific. Drop it in there. Here we are. Just yeah. in case you're wondering what I looked like. And you're my kids need those and my wife. When he or becomes posterity. so famous. Smithsonian, etc. That. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So he has an explanation or an introduction where he talks about all of the his big 
concept right. kind of unified field of the theory unified kind of theory a thing. of everything yes. which brings gravitational in right. and he explains and that so, we're missing thank god someone finally did it jeff it's true cuz we've been working on that for a while he explains that we've missed one thing oh we know shit. about matter state we do we do okay according to him we know about the energy state. Okay, so you're talking about the E equals MC squared. Mm -hmm. We know about the, uh, the, the M and the E, right. if you will. Now, there's one variable I had never seen in that formula. Okay. Well, that, probably because Einstein had... got it wrong, I'm right, guessing. Yeah, well, sure, of course. Yeah, right. Fucking Einstein. It was like 100 Way years to ago. go, Einstein. Right. Yeah. We're missing the zip state, okay? Oh, so like there's a Z in there somewhere. Yeah, there's a Z. I, didn't, I don't remember it. Precisely. I don't know. Right. It's in there. It's in there maybe somewhere. Exponent. Right. Who I don't knows? Know. Who okay. knows? Maybe that two was really a Z and then they copied it down wrong. Oh, it's easy. maybe it's E equals MZ squared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking E equals MCZ. Okay, like, sure. You know. See, yeah, why not? That's an easy Why thing not to make raise to make... the speed of light to an arbitrary power? Yeah, Sounds anyway. like a plan. Yeah. So he talks a lot about how this works. But in the introduction, he takes the time to first set the record straight about this, you know, very far forward looking book that's okay. going to change everything. Which is the book you're holding in your hand yeah, that which, he wrote right. and published. Right. By his and that cost fifty dollars. industry that cost fifty dollars a year. Right. It says, I am told by scholars that the second book of the Jewish Talmud Talmud, yeah. Yeah. And bringing it all in to yeah. the Christmas thing. To Christmas. Right. Except Jews don't celebrate Christmas, but good job. That they and, and, and this was left out of the Christian Old Testament. Oh, conspiracy but, theory. Right, huh? but this second book it's attributes like the to code. God. Yeah, exactly. It attributes to God to say, I have only partially created the world. It is yours to finish. It's like, um, oh, an interesting quote. Yeah. He goes on to say, now, if in some small way I can contribute to the tomorrows of all homo sapiens, uh -huh. then I will risk this ridicule. Right. Okay. So he's basically saying, I'm putting my neck out on the line. Like many greats before me. Exactly. Earth revolves around the sun. What? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? It's like sticking his neck out there. He's like, the guillotine I'm... of public opinion. Exactly. Let it falleth on my neck. <laughs> exactly. I am prepared for that eventuality because I am going down I for will, my cause. I will risk the ridicule. Right. Further, should I be wrong, then perhaps someone else can explain to me why gravity works. <laughs> so now he had it going there, and he kind of, in that last sentence, lost it. Right. He kind of yeah. He was all ready out. to be humble, and then it was like a total cock at yeah, the end. Yeah, at the of end, it. he's yeah. like, you know what? If, look, right. Why don't you write your own fucking book if you right, understand exactly. how it works? Like, I don't right. see anybody else coming up with zip state. All these armchair physicists, right? Right. Well, welcome to the glass house, you stone thrower. Yep. How do you think gravity works, motherfucker? Yep. I didn't think so. So, if I could explain zip state in a short thing. Oh, you know what it is. I only, I can only, you know, give you the generalities because okay. reading this book <laughs> is mind bending. Okay, <laughs> it is down the rabbit hole. Okay, <laughs> so zip state. Yeah, everything in his theory right has crazy parallels to stuff that exists otherwise. Okay, matter is rock. Okay. Energy is light. Okay. If zip state has some corollary, it's basically cum, right? <laughs> His theory has so much ejections okay. down whirlpools okay. into electron mouths I see. in a vortex okay. of the electron throat. Okay. All of that exists. So you're basically saying that it's something like, you know, okay, once 
a month or so, right. the nucleus travels <laughs> down the zip tube and may or may not implant itself in the every, energy lining at every, which point, that kind of a thing? That kind of, every okay. kind of action that he describes in this book okay. is vaguely sexual. Okay. Right? He brings it. All right. Now, um, most of this is so uh is is crazy to read and i'll try to do my best here do, do you need some help or you no gonna i i, I right. might i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a okay. different one i think okay but i want to talk about first off a little bit all right the explosiveness of the situation okay all right just now, how how energy packed this zip state is right because when i when i hear zip i'm still thinking like magnetic media from the 1990s the right. early 90s right okay um okay so there are there's something called a cyclonic cyclonic legs right that so it's like kind of after you've had a cyclonic irrigation uh, yeah right right, <laughs> right. <laughs> the cyclonic legs overcome this problem by rope braiding their cyclonic necks about themselves okay each reinforces each other okay the cavitation zone boundary or unity bo boundary okay. of one cyclonic throat will help hold the cyclonic throat of its sister cyclonic swirls together. Okay. You know the throats are female. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they are very female. Yeah. But at the same time, similar spin directions create a, cha a, a chaff confliction at the, <laughs> at the rim of conflict. <laughs> the some, rim of conflict? Yeah, there's some chafing at the rim, basically. <laughs> oh my Stop it. I'm not going to get through this. Okay, sorry. Okay, wait. Oh my Fuck, I lost my place. Okay. Uh, okay. A chafing confliction at the rim of the point of contact between the right. same spin direction, uh -huh. cyclonic right. leg ca okay. cavitations. Right. So when the legs okay. are cavitating... <laughs> <laughs> the throats that are all wound together, there's right. a rim, a contact rim that the throat is coming exactly. into contact with, and there's chafing there. This acts as an additional governor on the spin rate any leg can achieve in excess of the spin rate of the other leg. I see. You, you right. can't go too right. fast okay. with your no, left. you can't. You gotta uh, of course alternate. not. It makes perfect sense. This chafe condition in, the pro <laughs> in a proton is mediated by the neutron counter-directional turns. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like a three-way. Yeah. Right? Sort of. No matter how strong the force, the strong nuclear force, of the legs rope braiding about themselves, <laughs> if the diameter of the neck keeps decreasing, then the spin speed keeps increasing, yep. they will reach a spin like a figure rate skater. at which the rope braid can no longer maintain the integrity of the cyclonic swirl. Okay. When this point is so reached... So basically, it's ready to burst. Oh! The high-speed end of the nucleus was spinning too fast to remain contained, will explode... <laughs> and go swimming off as a zip particle, carrying with it its own cavitation. Yeah. He, said know, he said swimming. He said swimming. It off. Okay. Carrying its own cavitation unity. Zip particles do not consume energy state and therefore have okay. no mass. All right. They can be swallowed. No. So wait, I mean, just, just to be clear on this, does it, you know... For example, yes. does one of these zip particles only last for, say, a few hours outside of the nucleus Probably. or what? Yeah, you know, okay. less than a Kleenex. Okay. I, now, he goes on to say, I don't right. think, he doesn't know, he doesn't have all the answers. No. So he goes on right. to say, I don't think the zip explosively breaks its integrity with right. the cyclonic swirl. Right, he doesn't think the so. The action is more like a hyper-fast corkscrewing. Oh, just you know, kind like, of, like right, you're Clinton, working it. Like right. our Clinton corkscrew. Right, right. yeah, mm-hmm. Once the zip quantum detaches 
Okay. You know, retracts. Right. The legs, out. The leg swirl will rebound a bit. Okay. Sufficient to offset the kinetic energy state yeah. in rushing okay. into the opposite open <laughs> cyclonic swirl end. Okay. The so basically you're pulling out of one cyclonic swirl end and going into it, another that's very, another. very close by but not the same right. one. The okay. opposite end. But right. still, you know, right. you've gone into it. You've right. retracted from, from one, one swirl and, going and into the going other. into another right. swirl, yeah. a neighboring swirl. Right. Exactly. The zip particle will then swim off right. in its own cavitation it's unity. It's like the zip shocker. Mm-hmm. Its own cavitation unity at the speed that zip swims through the energy state at the current energy state background pressure. Makes perfect sense. I believe this is a much swim, faster swim rate than that of electromagnetic waves, which are explosively shot through the energy state. They're just shot. Okay. Yeah. So in one case, it's kind of a gentle release. Right. Well, I'm and the other one's explosively swirl, shot. Right. In right. one swirl, it's like gentle, and, and right. you reach like some sort of yeah. mutual energy state. Right. Right. The other one, you're so excited to be in a swirl that you're normally not, not in. in. It's like this is it's a like fuck. What am I doing? World. What am I doing? Oh what my god! This? I explosively a, shot exactly. all over. Okay, exactly. Right, and then I see. Okay, that all that here's, all makes perfect sense. Here's some diagrams. But I have a question though. Yes, Jeff. tell me. So what I like about this mm -hmm. is that I think it takes a special brand of crazy to go from imagining you have all these answers that you totally don't have at right. all. Right. Right. Like you're imagining this in your head. Oh, this right is totally now. true. Right. I don't know what you're okay, talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Going from that to also imagining that you don't quite understand it all. He's right. like, he's like, I believe that right. this is the way. Like, you fucking made it up. Right. You don't have to believe anything. You can just know. But that's part of But it's part of the delusion is he's so delusional that he's actually imagined a thing that he they doesn't doubt. himself totally understand. Right. Well, it also it's amazing. Makes, it also sells it better to other people. So right. Like, if you knew he's everything, like, right. oh yeah, yeah I don't that know can't everything. Be true. I mean, this stuff's complicated. I've only worked out some of it. So here's a picture of the swirl. Oh, is that the swirl right there? And then there's the electron mouth and okay, electron that's coming throat, out there. And then this that's, is where yeah. the zips are All right. shooting it's in. Shooting out a zip yep. right there. Kind of there's a lot of diagrams. He's zipulating or yeah, whatever you want some, to call there's that. Some there's some, Those are crazy diagrams. Well, there's Jesus this picture Christ. of his family. Yep. 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 I liked that picture. Yep. I remember that. That's why I was bringing it up. Okay. I'd like you to start there, this paragraph of Enter Albert Einstein. Okay. And I want you to read up to this footnote. Okay. Okay. And then I want and you read to the read footnote. the footnote. All right. All right. I can do all of that. Yep. All right. Here you go. This is Casey taking over. <clears throat> Now, I haven't read this passage before, so mm -hmm. you have to excuse me if I make any mistakes. Enter Albert Einstein, a German physicist, with his special theory of relativity propounded in 1905. He suggested that light traveled through space in quantum form as photons and that they had the properties of particles as well as waves. Okay. Since light packets could be understood to travel as separate little packages without the necessity of waves, which need a medium to travel through, it was now conceivable that the universe did not need a background ether, and ether was officially dead and buried. Right. That is the paragraph he you asked me to ether. read. He killed the ether. Right. He killed the ether. Now, right. the footnote that you asked me to read is footnote 21. Having never undertaken any university chemistry or physics courses... <laughs> 
I didn't know of ether or of its demise. At least she's being up yeah, front. Yeah, he's like, well, you know what? I did dip into something that's based yeah. in reality here. And let's be honest here. I don't know what the fuck that is because I don't live in reality much no, of the time. apparently not. Right. My only structured schooling in the physical sciences was in high school where I got a C <laughs> in chemistry and a D in physics and understood little of what was being taught. A yes. trend which continues to this day, I might <laughs> add. True. That is that is not in the text. I'm filling it in. Right. My introduction to ether was when I supposed that something, not nothing, existed in the interstitial spaces of the atom. Only later did I learn that ether was the standard model until Michelson Morley disproved its existence in 1897. Isaac Newton believed in ether as did the ancient Greeks. Greeks, so much for my new discovery. Yeah. So you know, now I have a question. Actually, yeah. is that so? You, since I don't know if you've read the surrounding text, is he bringing ether back, or is he saying no, it's still dead? Right. He is. What's saying, happening there exactly? Einstein was brilliant. If alive today and sentient. I don't know, because if you brought right. him if back brought alive, zombie, He doesn't want zombie Einstein. He doesn't Einstein. want zombie Einstein. He doesn't want zombie Einstein. Uh, it's like, right. hey, can you explain this? Yeah. I got uh, it. We'll get some brains. God doesn't play dice. <laughs> he would easily pick up all these pieces and put them together into the energy state theory. For that matter, almost any scientist alive today could put the pieces together were it not for the ingrained basis of the scientific community, which knows for a certainty that there is only matter and waves and ether does not exist. So basically what he's trying to say there, if I, if I may, right. is that like, if only Einstein were alive today, he'd have a backer. That's like, right. Einstein would be on his side. Exactly. And the only reason that Einstein, you know, one of our great scientists, isn't right there championing the zip ejaculation right. theory that he theory. has there is that it's because he's dead. Right. And exactly. the only way we can bring him back well, is, is as a zombie, which is no good to him. Right. If for no other reason, I hope the existence of the energy state is soon experimentally demonstrated just to open the minds of young people to concept that all they have been taught is not necessarily true. Right. Just because it is universally believed doesn't make so. It's right. not important that the energy state is proved or disproved or swallowed right. or spit. He, is just, he right. doesn't yes, care. Exactly. What right. he's saying yeah. is that it's more important that he demonstrate a philosophy of not necessarily believing what you are told. Right. He goes on to say in, a, in another little you know, footnote. There's a right side there. Yeah. There's an aside. Formal schooling teaches students not to think or conceptualize. Well, it doesn't teach them very well since you got to see a D apparently, but yeah. Teachers should first teach a love for ideas. No, no matter how crazy. Right. Right. right a there. love for certain ideas, certain ridiculous Two ideas. standard courses that should be given to all students are creative thinking and writing probably. Presumably. Yeah. Um, so that the children may learn to voyage about their minds and, and map reading. Whoa. So I was with him there. I yeah. was like, yeah, I think, you know, creative thinking should be taught in schools. That'd be a great idea. And map reading. Map reading, I'm uh, not sure I'm with him on that one. He Why map reading? Say, so they can learn to voyage about a city or country. It has nothing What to the do. fuck? It's like he's like, listen. He, the metaphor was it. Well, no, yeah. I think he was just writing, and he's like, you know what? That time I got fucking lost in New York City. Right. I didn't and have And I was my like, map. why the fuck didn't they teach me this why in school? Didn't they, you know yeah. what? I failed map reading along with physics. Right. This fucking sucks. In my next book, I'm going to make sure that one of the courses right. that is taught is map reading. But they're also, they're opposites. Like, in one case, he's arguing that he wants students not to follow a map. 
Right. He's saying, like, be creative, think outside the box, do other shit. And the other one, he's like, and then I want them to follow an exact path that somebody else already drew on a piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, wait, what? So, at the end of the book, he has a chapter called The Epilogue of God. It describes a whole bunch of stuff, and God is in the zip state. Oh, I'm sure he is. He then goes on, there's another little short paragraph about... I found God in the zip state. Yeah, and he talks about, you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff about God in the zip state, and um, a whole bunch of them. You know, in the beginning, well, at least after the creation of the energy state, which I prefer to think of the cytoplasm of God... All right. Oh, boy. Again, like, which I... Hot, right, which yeah. Which I imagine When God as the impregnated little, the universe. Which yeah, I imagine right. the little swimmers of God. Yep, yep. He then has an appendix on Einstein's rail car. Right. You know, the famous thought like experiment. on the sixth day, he finished and off, sixth, and on the seventh day, he fell he asleep. everywhere. And he just ah! fell fucking... No, on the seventh day, he fell asleep. He was true. done. Well, it's He tiring. was like, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Business time I'm is done. over, baby. Yeah. Okay, so appendix one was about Einstein's... You know, juice. No, about yeah, his rail juice. car experiment. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appendix two. Book about physics, diagrams, stars, yep. nebula. Appendix two, water witching. Okay. That was the that was in the appendix. I was wondering where that right. was. I remember that part. First sentence. You may not believe in water witching, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you just take a moment to explain what water witching is? Because I don't know if the listeners know, because I didn't I, know. Right. Uh, so it is the ability... You're going to dig a well. Right. And there are little blocks of water right. that were in the water table that are higher and lower in other places right. in the ground. So you're trying to find a high one. So right. you hire these water witchers who have what's called a divining rod, right. which can be a stick or a piece of metal or right. whatever. Bullshit, They basically. walk around yeah. and they shake the stick. Yeah. Where it wiggles the most is where the water is lowest, okay. uh, nearest. Oh, so you nearest. can dig a well there cheaply. So highest. The water's highest. Yeah, there, yes, right. Yeah, right. Okay. Gotcha. okay. That's what they do. Okay. Okay. Right. They've been around for a long and time. And that's bullshit, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it all is, complete bullshit. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it's so crazy, it's not even on right. the Like, I imagine the amazing Randy has already now, taken care of that Now, why this has anything to do with the zip state? We have no idea. And it's like, just, hey, just he put it in an appendix. Right. Okay. He look, knows it's Matt a little off track. And Water Witch. Yeah, it's fine. Look, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to book two. He talks right. about book two. He right. gives you a preview Maybe like, if I next could, yeah. on my insane. But he never published book two, right? I don't know if he published book two. Well, I looked when I bought this book. There was only one book authored by him. So if he did, no one has a copy. Um, most people won't believe that it's possible and conjure up witchcraft or Ouija board parlor tricks. Okay. If you doubt water <laughs> witching will work, bring your wallet with lots of cash for the wager I'm going to make you. And I will make a believer out of you. Right. I need to identify the process by which water witching works kept bringing me back to the energy state flow. Oh, so it's somehow, not as disconnected as you mm-hmm. thought, Jeff. Somehow it has to be related based upon my premise that the energy state will alter its course somewhat to avoid the dense objects. To variation of the theme that gravity above water is stronger than gravity above mountains and that golf balls always break to the ocean. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Golf balls always break to the ocean. Golf balls always break to the ocean. On I, the putting, I, I've wait, wait, never on heard the putting that. greens in Hawaii. Not everywhere, just in Hawaii, because there's water all around. The fuck is wrong with this guy, Jeff? He took a vacation to Hawaii. He got lost. He made sure he got map reading down in his notes. Oh, my God. And then he's like, I'm always missing towards the ocean. Golf balls always break towards the ocean. Maybe because it's an island. So whichever way the golf ball breaks is towards the ocean. (laughs) God fucking damn this guy. Okay, wait. Okay. Okay. Uh, Although my equipment... 
Uh, although my equipment was outside, his in, zip equipment. R- r- although my equipment, right, his zip w- unit was outside in the wind, and my <laughs> magnetic detection equipment was not highly sophisticated. No, because he, got a, he got a D in that whatever equipment, yeah. force is acting on the rods, it was not because of electron flows, magnetics, or wind. Puzzled, I can, <laughs> wait, wait. This is where Fix brings it. Puzzled, I concluded that the force is one of inner ear response. Wait, what does that have to do with zip state? Well, the inner ear response oh, is, oh. is moving the stick somehow, okay? What? The energy state flow in hi- exhibits a minor surface flow variation above the ap- a- a- anomaly. Over the anomaly, there is a higher concentration of energy state inrush. While minor, it is detectable with a gravimeter. Gravometer? I don't know how you say that. Okay. As used by geologists to detect subsurface anomalies, gravity variations. I believe our inner ears somehow worked in unison with each other. Walking sideways into a zone did not produce any noticeable swings. Ah, oh, so it's got, any... they've got to be uh, perpendicular to the direction of travel. So here's what he says. A way to prove this theory. Like moving a magnet through I, a metal detector. I don't believe that there are any witchers that have only one inner ear. You know what? That's a pretty safe fucking mm-hmm. bet. Yep. Maybe the front of the inner ear senses a lesser force than be exerted on the back of the ear. He's guessing here. Right. Again, you know, again, he's theorizing. hypothesizing yeah. about his own fucked up imaginary world. Yeah, yeah. so he doesn't have all the answers. No, he doesn't. The gravi- this gravity sense organ. It's amazing. It just It amazes me that someone can imagine missing information yeah. in his imaginary information. Like, yeah. his imagination is so complete, it imagines holes in holes that imagination. in its own self. Yes. Right? This gravity sense It's organ, like, normally I'm like, no, it's, you know what? It's a unicorn. I'm like, what do unicorns shit? I'm like, oh, they shit rainbows. Right. right? It's like, exactly. I just, it's my unicorn. I made it up. It's just whatever I say. Right? Exactly. He's like, I don't know. That's a good question. What do r- r- unicorns shit? I suppose they might just like, what? Yeah, it's it's awesome. This gravity sense organ may be much more sensitive than I previously thought. A witcher senses gravity differential, and the mind, unaware of the difference, somehow causes witchers to position their hands differently while over the anomaly. Mm. So some must be more sensitive to gravity than others. Must be. Those that are less sensitive can't witch. Nope. Those that are more sensitive witch very well. (laughs) And the most sensitive people can even get a deflection with a tree branch instead of wires. (laughs) That is witch-tastic. With a forked branch... A rotation of the wrists in which the thumbs move forward will result in the downward dipping of the branch. New paragraph. This is amazing. I believe the mystery is witching is now resolved. (laughs) Even though he has questions in his own... This is... He he resolves it in in a page and a half. Well, you know what? He Uh, has questions, but it is resolved. I will... You know what I'll say about that, Jeff, is I recently listened to uh, a, a lunchtime lecture by the guy who uh one well one of the dudes uh Japanese researcher the guy who led the laboratory that discovered how the immune system works okay not as important as the zip state theory no. but still, I mean, a, imp- still an important scientific discovery anyone would agree but not perhaps of the magnitude of, of the this Doremus fellow yes um and so he said uh much like in there what he said was that after solving the that problem of how the immune system worked, he decided to go work on neurology instead. Okay, right? Because the, he solved. The and other. what he said was that yes, there are plenty of unanswered questions about the immune system, but most of them are practical. And I was only interested in solving 
the basic underlying theory of the function of the immune system. I see. And I don't think I have anything particular to add here. So okay. I'm going to go try to work on Something solving else. the basic theoretical underpinnings of neurology, which are now very poorly understood. Right. It shocks some monkeys. So I feel like he's making a similar statement. He's saying, look. I've laid the base. I, I've done the, the, right. It's the inner ear. Okay. Right. I've given you basically the idea. Right. Now, go find some people. There's no tons more. Ear. There's years eh. of research to be right. done here. I'm fine with that. You can do it in a wing named after me in your <laughs> exactly. institution. Whatever needs to happen, let, let's let that happen. But I don't think I need to spend my time on that right now because there's zip shit to do right. over here. I'm going to work on that. I've got some serious... Zipping, zipping. To do. I've got a zip neutron got, release that needs to. Ha I'm. That's about. I'm overdue. I've got. I've got blue zips right, right now, he, and I'm kind of. I'm a little. A, he does yeah. have a lot of kids. I think that zip state is unconstrained most right, of the time. Right. Let's see what what was it? Yeah. Six kids. One, two, three, four, five kids. Oh, yeah. Boy, and they yeah, are. So he's been he's zipped several times in the past decade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that is. Yeah. You know that you you wouldn't think just based on that like that's the face of madness. I mean, he just looks like kind of a Mormon family man, just sitting there with his wife and all of his kids. And then it'd be like you'd sit down at him at a party and so, hey, what do you do? And he's like, I invented the zip shit, and I'm going to ejaculate in your salad. Let's go, <laughs> let's do this. And you'd be like, I can't get out of here. Why right. did I talk to yeah, this guy? Exactly. Yeah. All right. There you go. That is our day. Oh, science day. Science that's, day. That's basically day, the nine ladies of science dancing right. here on the ninth day of our 12 I, those days are of pages, podcast. I, I did not read the book because it's just. Uh, how could you? Uh, You're, you would go insane. I think you'd, you'd, you'd would You would end up it. where he was yes. mentally. Yeah, like with yeah. the Mad Hatter and drinking right. opium sticking, and like sticking your, your ass your and blowing cork, out your, your corkscrew. Surface no rim job happen. thing, whatever he's talking about, all over the place. It's a great gift for the science friend. If you can find it. If you can find yeah. it, because you can open a page. Hours I, of gift. The gift even, that keeps on giving. I, I didn't even read some of the hysterical, convoluted, like, there are sentences where not a single noun makes sense after another <laughs> verb. It's just bananas just spewing like Hold on, bananas. Uh, uh, a, a guy, the guys that write. You know, notebooks, the graph, well, graphophiliacs, or right, whatever, right, right. They just write. It's like that published by his right, own company. Right, right. Anyway, Doramus Industries. It's awesome. All right, guys. All right, that ladies and gentlemen. Day, what day was that? We are on day nine. Day nine. We're Tomorrow, day ten. Ten lords a leaping. Lords a leaping. We have a very special oh, treat for you tomorrow. So That's right. tune in. All right, and we will see you and then. We will see you then.